Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today we've got Nathan McCullum. He's an all-around nice guy, a bit of a fashionista and fitness freak. How you doing, Nathan? I'm well, I'm well. How are you? Good. John, you good? Yeah, I'm flying. All right, let's have a crack at this. Do I start now? <laughs> let's yeah, how do we do this thing? <laughs> yeah. Where's the rule book? Yeah. Um, but hey, um, so, Nathan. We've given the people what they wanted. They wanted us to interview a social media influencer. I'm here to help. And, um, you know, uh, yeah. the seat you're in, it has been used by many influencers, um, but you were it, and um, we <laughs> hope to help your influence. Oh, well, yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you. None of this <laughs> level. Just follow though. me out. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, you can actually jump on. So, Nate, I guess, can I call you Nate? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's like we've known each other for You've 15 already done minutes. It twice. Yeah, 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 that's right. Um, so you can jump on Instagram at is Nathan, and he's rolling about 350k followers, uh, and he's got a couple of other accounts that you'll see in there that have a, a good amount of people. Yeah. Uh, but what's it like to be a social media influencer? It's. I, I'm out like everyone else. It's just yeah. the internet. Yeah. It's yeah. not real fame. Yeah. But yeah, it's nice. It's, does a good, any, it's a good lifestyle. Did it, does anyone like ever see you and say hi? Or oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Australia has a little bit of tall poppy syndrome. So, yeah. they'll see you and they'll like, yeah. you see the looks and they're like, I know who you are, but I'm yeah. not going to acknowledge it. Whereas yeah. when I travel every day. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's, yeah. Particularly yeah. in the States. People yeah. are so friendly. They'll come up and get, like, oh, Nathan, or like, yeah. I did your workout or I bought this because you were in like, wow. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It's really nice. Yeah. So, of those 350,000 followers, which is a lot, right? Well, in my mind. Um, yeah. It's weird thinking about them in one space. Mm. You, yeah. go to, like, you go to a festival and you're like, oh, like more than this amount of people see me every day. Yeah. Well, That's like, a weird thought. I, I, I go to the AFL Grand Final every year and there's 100,000 there. Oh, is that all? That times up by <laughs> three and a half, right? Nathan's got more than the AFL Grand Final. Yeah. But back to my question, uh, what would the breakdown of Australians be to the rest of the world in terms of your following? Australia's about 25%. So, wow. yeah, the United States is my biggest and then South America. Don't know how that happened. I've never been there. But the South Americans, Brazilians are mm. super supportive. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, so, anyway, this is a... A podcast for our My Millennial Money community. And if it's your first time listening, welcome. Mm. Uh, our community members hang out on Instagram at My Millennial Money. Uh, I think we've got about 350 followers, not 1,000. <laughs> That's a good start. <laughs> it's a start. Yeah. Um, so We've been going six months. Yeah, we're going good. Yeah, I'm yeah. six years in. You've got a yeah. while to catch up. Yeah, That's fine. It's just a zero. Um, and then um, <laughs> we've got a Facebook group that you can join and uh, we've got some questions that we'll ask from listeners who have um, who've put that feedback in through the Facebook. But we were talking about John, and just to excuse us, Nathan, we're just going to talk a bit of business here. That's fine. Um, grab a water, make yourself at home. We were <laughs> Let talking, me know when you need me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, we were talking about getting a bit of help for the show. Mm. 
And our good friends at Glee Coffee um, put their hand up and said they want to help out with the show and also reward our listeners um, if they're into good coffee. Now, if you go to gleecoffee.com.au and you want good quality coffee shipped to your door, they will give you a 15% discount if you use the promo code M3. There you go. So, that's the the number three with a letter M before it. I'm and under that today. Yeah, do it. And you can actually, this is cool. You can do a coffee subscription and they will send you coffee every week automatically. Oh, like wine selectors. Yep, basically. Wow. Um, so, I was looking at the shop. So, you go on gleecoffee.com.au, you go to the shop. There's Sadamo Dry Press um, from Ethiopia. And you could get some delivered to your door for under $20 if you use our promo code. Cool. So... Thanks, gleecoffee.com.au. Yeah, great. They're a specialty coffee roaster and a lot Thanks. of our listeners like coffee. You like coffee, don't you, Nathan? Oh, I love me some coffee. <laughs> and Glee is fantastic. Yeah. Oh, you know yep. the Glee boys? Yeah, yeah, yeah good. Glee so, there you go, endorsed. Look at that. Mm. Shout out. Um, Thank you, Glee, for your support. You're listening to My Millennial Money. On the podcast, any money talk should be taken as general financial advice. But feel free to take any personal relationship advice from Glenn, literally. Actually, maybe don't do that. So, Nath, tell us your story. So, you said you've started your Instagram six years ago. I mean, you... I started Instagram when Instagram started. Sure. So, maybe 2010? Was. was it? Or 11, I think. Maybe, maybe 2010 or 11. Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, my first photo was a photo of my subway for lunch. Perfect. So, really? Wow. Yeah, top quality content right yeah. there. <laughs> I bet that's deleted now, isn't it? <laughs> no, I kept everything up there. I don't delete. Uh, that's great. The past is there for a reason. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, that, it, it always intrigues me because I started Instagram 12 months ago. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so did my mum. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you get on well, John. Yeah, about, very the, close. about the same age. <laughs> um, in 2000 and 2010-ish... Delayed laughter. Um, yeah, sorry. Were you were you into technology back then? Was it was it IT? What what made you post to Instagram back in its infancy? Uh, joining social. Sure. Yeah, I was never big on tech. I, I'm still not big on tech, to be honest. Yeah. It started. I saw a few friends posting and sharing on there, and uh, it might have been like someone posted on MySpace because that was still a thing back then. Being like, oh, like follow me on Instagram. So I yeah. got Instagram and mm. shared on there. It yeah. wasn't a business thing so you're 30 years old now yeah so what's the last say 10 years what's it look like to you in terms of your work and your career i was working full-time up until four years ago as a visual merchandiser right um worked for a bunch of brands sure uh and then gradually i actually had a blog so my blog is where everything started for me a fashion blog yeah uh before instagram was the behemoth that it is now blogs were truly a thing so i started which is weird would you say that maybe it's flicking back to blog no, blogs no. is a dying art. Really? It's, everything's gone into video. Sure. Is it? I yeah. still run my blog, but I do it for me as I started. And that's, I think, possibly one of the reasons I've stayed relevant or successful is because I've always done this because I wanted to do it, not yeah. because I saw business in it. Yeah. Sure. I enjoyed the process. So, so those that have just started out blogging, which I've seen a few of them in the last six months, you'd say... If they have a genuine blog and they've got a message they're trying to get out there, yeah, do yeah. it. Put I, everything into it. I think the blogging's good because I've got the blog, like sortyourmoneyout.com, it's just good for the Google effect and the webbing and the and having point. a bigger than a, a photo on Instagram. It gives something to direct towards, and if someone want a little bit more information or they're they're genuinely interested in you, yeah. there's something else there. Yeah. I think there's too many 
bloggers, and I use quotation yeah, marks yeah, yeah. for that one, that just have an Instagram page where they post once a day. Yeah. yeah. That's not a blog. No. You're just sharing your life in a pretty So version. you'd say combine it with a whole heap of other mediums. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. You've just got to look like Instagram. They've got the IGTV now. The Facebook app's got a video thing. Yeah. Um, that's why there's a whole heap of video gear here because I, yeah. I do a bit of video as well. You like, love it. It's just the way it's heading. So... And the internet supports it now. We've got streaming that totally. keeps up so we can continuously watch video all day. We're not using up our internet bill like we did five, six years ago. Mm. Phones are built for media consumption. And so. weird, like mm. I've just um, changed because I got given that phone on Jimmy Fallon when I went on the show. Did anyone see me on the show? Um, <laughs> I'm an influencer too, mate. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I'll be interviewing uh, you next time. Exactly. Um, and... I, so I got given the phone and I've just changed my Telstra plan to a, or I'm about to a BYO phone plan yeah. and it's unlimited data yeah. for $99 a month yeah. for me. And it's just, so yeah, you're right. I think it's it's a good time in history for um, the internet to go to Mark II almost. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if you were starting over again, Nathan, you you said, well, I've, it's taken me six years, give or take, to get 350000 How How quickly do you reckon you could make those 350 again to be honest i don't think i could no i hit i i was right time right place yeah with the right message um i got lucky yeah. i was in a world that there wasn't that many straight males in fashion and then i evolved into fitness from there because i had an audience asking that that and it was a very curious time of social media people were jumping on board and following things now people are picky about what they see and, mm. and what they dish yeah. out their their likes to and Instagram itself has changed the way we view content. They're selective about what they let you see. Mm. You look mm. on your feed, you're only going to see what they tell you to see. Yeah. So you're not going to have that real-time audience where I knew that majority of my audience was here. If I post at this time, they're going to see it. Yeah. Now that happens, I can't go, yep, 7 a.m., that's the time to post because right. it might not get shown until 3 p.m. the next day. Yeah, wow. Well. It's just the way the internet has grown. Mm. Mm. And the problem is like, using third-party companies to get your message across, they're controlling the delivery of your information. That's exactly it. And email marketing used to be good because you could send an email to somebody, but now, like, there's all inbuilt things or if it comes from a list, they're not they're not showing you. They're yeah. not showing your audience. So Yeah. And it's not to say there's no growth to be had, but it means you've got to be more selective about the way you're building your brand. Mm. You might not get 350,000, mm. but if you can get 30,000 and those 30,000 believe in your brand... And they're engaged. That's they're just fo- as real followers. 100%. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. And the, uh, the power of videoing, I always think videoing is great because you still own it. You can take it anywhere and and, uh, and it's real and, and people can view it in so many different forms now, can't they? Mm, totally. And um, so you're in visual merch and yeah. in the fashion type world. Yeah, totally. Um, you started Instagram and did you start just uploading photo photos of yourself in other brands and then ta- I just, tagging them? How did that come uh, about? I got very lucky. I was working for uh, Surf, Dive and Ski at the time. Sure. And Zainrobe, which is quite a big brand now. They were just starting and I met one of the reps and we got on well and he saw I had... 2,000 followers on Instagram, which is which a lot. Is when huge happened, back then. And then they yeah. were like, oh, we're happy to send you some stuff if you want to put on your Instagram. Yeah, yeah. That started a... It's so funny. Like, yeah. a slippery slope. There's that book. Have you read it, John? Uh, Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell? No. Have you read it? I have not. Amazing book. So, basically, you know, Bill Gates, you know, most successful rich computer guy in the world, it just so happened in the 70s when computers were starting to take off, I'm loosely paraphrasing, that he could get 
more than 10 minutes a day at a computer because his mum was a cleaner in the computer lab. So he could spend all like, yeah. So in terms of like, there's hard work that goes into it, mm. but there's a lot of things in life where it just, it just so happens it falls right in place. place, right time. Yeah. And there's, you can't manufacture that. No. Um, the one thing I will say with that though, is because this is also in the early days, everyone posts selfies now, everyone's self-indulgent posts that. When I first did it, I was doing it because I genuinely enjoyed it. I was just sharing my taste and because I'd kind of fallen into fashion blogs. I had to deal with a lot of criticism. I was going to say, that's quite ballsy, right? The Centre Coast is not the most open-minded at the best of times. So this is when you go to the pub and you'd have guys, who the hell does that guy think he is, post and pose himself and (laughs) like whatever it is. And that's that's the side of things that people don't don't consider sometimes is you've got to have tough skin. You've got to do it for you before you do it for someone else to start with. Totally. And... um, yeah, you must get a lot of criticism. I know we get so much criticism here on the show. I mean, I was criticized. Um, we had someone on and we read their bio and someone left a review and grilled us because we didn't... It was when Kara was on. Right. We didn't let her introduce herself. Oh. They're like, oh, you shouldn't... Like, I was just like, oh, please. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. You can't go there trying to please everyone. No. no. You do you, worry about the rest. Yeah, totally. But I'm sure... Uh, you mentioned thick skin, but I'm sure there were the many times early days where you thought, this is too hard. I'm getting more negatives and positives at the moment. I can go back to doing what I was doing. Yeah. I There was always positive. The, the positives did always outweigh the negatives. There was, as I said, there was some... Small minded people, I was very lucky to have a very close group of friends and family and stuff that were very supportive of me in whatever I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of had that strong base behind me yeah. to fall back on. Whereas if you're not surrounded by like a real factor, I can imagine that would be hard if you base yeah. everything you have on the internet. Mm. Um, but at the same time, we're in an age now where everyone does it. So it's no yeah. one's going to be negative. Like, Look at yeah. the other 10,000 people then, doing it. Was definitely not the case. No, absolutely. Yeah. So, in the world of fashion, a straight male doing some like <laughs> far out fashion side of things. So people sure. gave me some funny looks. But. Yeah. And uh, what, so, you know, you started Instagram at the time when you started your account. Obviously, you're still working as a visual merch. Yeah. Um, merchandiser. Um, at what point did you start to make an income from online? Uh I think about the time I hit maybe 30 or 40,000. Sure. I started having, uh, I got approached by an agency, said we'd love you to bring in our boards. It's called the Ministry of Talent, yep. um, run by Roxy Jasenko, who has a bit of a bad yep. reputation in that industry. Um, and she brought me on board and was like, oh, look, this brand's going to pay $200 to post that. Mm. <laughs> I'm getting paid? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I've made it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. cash le- in. Le- yeah. Like legitimately, that was your first money online. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I did whatever the post was and it was probably had no integrity and I just did it for the cash. But yeah. it might have been Clark's shoes that I'd never wore once. But yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, but it was a long time coming of gradually building up and building up and having meetings and meeting a PR company and going to the showing and getting sent this. And it wasn't an overnight success by any means. Yeah. So. Yeah, it never usually is. And um, at what point did you jump ship from your, I guess, employment and go, well, this is a viable business? Um, And because one of the questions someone asked, and we'll get to them at the end, about whether, like, is it still a hobby? Um, At what point did it be like, oh, the odd $200 here, this is building up? And I've got to actually take this seriously and I want this to be a bit of a career, whatever yeah. that looks like. Um, how far into after that first $200 uh, 
because the cool thing is you could, as a side hustle, you could still do a nine to five and have an online business on Instagram yeah, and making real money from your bed. I worked full time as a visual merchandiser. So I was the state visual merchandiser for General Pants. So I was also commuting every day, doing a two hour to drive to work, yes. from work, yeah. plus working uh, for three or four years. While I was in that role, my boss was incredibly supportive. And as I, instead of getting promoted to more money, he said, if you want, you can go to four days a week Perfect. for the same money. Yeah, mm. cool. And he was very integral in me going, okay, I've now got Fridays to go and do meetings and do that stuff I need to do. That's funny you say that because I was thinking the other day, like if you want to approach your boss for a pay rise or whatever that looks like, um, just don't be like, I guess have your blinders on and just yeah. think it's all about money. What about, hey, can I, instead of, I know the company hasn't got any money, but can I be more productive and can I have a, I don't know, a nine-day fortnight or something? Yeah. And it did. It changed everything for me. Because yeah. I, I, I yeah. was able to say to him, though, I had the facts and figures to go, I can get my work done. You let me do it in four days. Mm. And then I'm happy to, because like, I was looking after however many stores, whatever that time. Yeah. I was like, I can get that job done every two weeks. So, I don't need to visit that store. And we worked it out and... You let me go from there. And that was the step I needed to be able to go. And that's interesting as well. Like if, you're, if you've if you got a side hustle, um, I'm just having lessons here to share while you're hey, talking. Sharing like um, be transparent with your boss yeah. and take them on the journey. And hopefully it can be a win-win. Massive. Yeah, it's great by him. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole company, they were, I mean, General Pants is quite young and cool and hip in that regard. And so yeah. when it came to social media... By that stage, I had a bigger following than General Pants did on social media. Yeah. So, yeah. it was a win-win for them to go, like, oh, yeah, and take whatever stuff you want from the stores and if you want to shoot it. Yeah. So, I was promoting from a day-to-day basis because I was there anyway. Yeah. And it's funny because like if they said, no, you're nine to five, ass in a car or seeing shops, totally. your morale and you would start to hate them and resent that's them. That's right. So, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of, that's yeah. really cool. No, he did a wonderful thing. For, and we're still friends to this day, which is yeah, great. That's so. right. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think um, the listeners may have realised now that I suppose you've never been in this for the money. It's just purely been the passion, hasn't it? And Absolutely. The, the drive As a, for... You and I have spoken off, off mic here. Money's never been a driver for me. Mm. I'm terrible with that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, it's always been a, a wonderful outcome of it, but mm. it's always started because I loved what I was doing. Sure. I started fashion because I had a passion for it and I like sharing that stuff. Turned passion for fashion. Yeah, I don't want to be that cliche. <laughs> And then yeah. fitness came because people were asking, well, how do you stay in shape to wear the clothes? And so, yeah. I started sharing that yeah. stuff and I'm pretty good at fitness. So, that became a bigger audience and mm-hmm. I started my other business from there. And mm. So, swinging it back around, like we've probably got, you know, 500 reviews now saying this mm. is a money podcast, talk about money, Yeah, which I'd say shut up and have a listen to the last um, 15 minutes and learn some lessons about life that mm. will help you with money anyway. Yeah. Um, but what... You just said before, like, you were terrible at money. Let's talk about your own personal finances without going into the numbers or details. Sure. Um, and for everyone out there, I, I said to Nathan before we started, said anything off limits? And he said, <laughs> not no. really, but I'll tell you if it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pass. Yeah. Um, so, are you a communist? No, joking. Hey. If you're loving the show and want to get more of it, head over and subscribe to My Millennial Money Express. It's a new daily podcast and we're dropping daily money hacks no longer than five minutes right into your headphones. We hope you can join us over there. 
So, how, like, tell me about your situation. Like, are you renting at the moment? Are you living in a home? I know you're working with John. Yeah. But I guess before John, um, what was in your mind? How did you run your day-to-day money? Um, I've been very blessed to never have to think about money. This perfect. job is good. The yep. pay is great. Yeah. For what I do, I'm, I, I make a very comfortable living. So, I haven't had to think about money. Um which is now getting to the point where I'm like, okay, if I want to grow into the future, I'm going to. Sure. And that's so, where John comes in. You just reminded me of myself for a minute. Um, I'm I, very handsome. Yes. <laughs> I knew it. I and know. you're both fit and healthy. Fit and healthy. <laughs> you know, he's gone the... Biceps what are they, similar the quad size. pack? What do they call them now? A quad pack? What are we Six pack? About? Six pack. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, abs. Just abs. abs yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the abs. I've got the slabs. Like... Um, <laughs> John. <laughs> this is a comedy podcast. <laughs> you're, ma- yeah, yeah, you're, you're making me blush, John. Um, <laughs> you yeah. want an entertainment, right? Yeah, so to a point, very, a little bit similar to me, I don't actually have to about, I don't have to worry about money because I can always just earn more. Yep. It'll just keep coming in. Now, at some point, that's got to stop because you'll end up like freaking Kanye West and be yep. bankrupt. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, so, if how do you structure your own personal finance? Is the Instagram and online and YouTube and the blog in its own bank account as a business? Or is it all just messy at the moment? It's a hot mess. Sure. I do have, <laughs> as I said, I've got several sources of income coming in. So, I've got the blog and I've got my own personal brand. I've also got Milestone, which is my personal training business yep. at Milestone Strength. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And that's, that's its own thing. Yep. And so, there's money coming into that, which my business partner controls. Sure. Um, but in terms of the tax side of things and how I put aside savings and, and all of that, I've just always had money in savings and added to it when I can. And yeah. that's where, as I said, John, we're going to make this look mm. a lot neater going forward. So, okay. So, on that, uh, you might not be up to this in your coaching process, but what's a bit of a strategy here for mm. Nathan, John, if you yeah, don't mind and I me think, chatting no, about no, it? It's, uh, it's quite fresh because we just met this morning, but I think... Um, just to, to pre-frame it, Nathan's the type of guy where if you look at his posts or his um, anything that he's got on Instagram, there's, there's not a lot of fat content in his uh, in his body and he's just naturally, well, not naturally fit, he works hard, um, but he's the type of guy that hasn't set goals to be where he is today, right? And that's in his health and fitness. That's in his passion. That he has set goals or hasn't? No, he hasn't. Just organically got Just there. organically. So, Through the right choices, but they've never yeah. been in a year, I need to be at this point. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I know I'm, I want to be successful. Which goes against the grain of getting a result, right? You set a goal and you and you reach it and you celebrate and move on to the next goal. He, he hasn't done that. So, it's quite unique in that form. Um, so, apply it to something that he doesn't live a passion for which is money it just comes organically yes um as he said it can be quite a dog's breakfast so Mm. it's then focusing or changing your um your outlook on it to be able to say well okay we've got a business here that's generating income separate that from my personal what does it cost me to exist in my personal life and then distinguish the first that those two to then uh, set some some boundaries going forward. Mm. So I guess, and part of this will be, um, we need to have, we need to know how much it costs you to live and exist. Yeah. Right. Like, yes, you got all this money coming in, but it's no different than someone 
working at Woolworths head office mm. getting a salary. Like we all have expenses. Yeah, correct. absolutely. And I think when I coach small business owners, and you've effectively got a small business, you're self-employed. Yeah. Um, we can be under the illusion that it's different because I work for myself. Mm. And the best thing I did um, was completely separate my business interests and pay myself a, a wage, a livable wage, every fortnight. Yeah. So I could just get back into rhythm. Yep. Um, Which is what we spoke about this morning. And, and I think understanding that regardless of whether he has to fly to France next week for a photo shoot or whatever it may be, or whether he's a, a nurse on the on the Central Coast, the, the principles are the same, aren't they? Totally. Yeah, we've yeah. all got a personal life with personal expenses and keep them separate from yeah. business. And But I hope if someone says, come up to France, you'll be like, yes, you're paying and I want seat That's 1A. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I definitely made that right. To yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know my value. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, okay, so, well, that's really good. So, <laughs> as much as a success as you are online, you're human offline. Oh, and absolutely. I think that's... Mm. A big thing that we need to know is, you know, we all can't... I think the day that everyone's got everything perfect is probably when you're in the graveyard. <laughs> I think that's like, the problem yeah. with social media now too is that people are living these online lives and not realizing there is a human behind that. Yeah. Yeah. And so you kind of, particularly from a brand perspective, we were saying before, like you might have someone with a million followers, mm. but if it's all facade and it's not yeah. real, you never know what's going on behind closed doors. Mm. Do you drive a like a black ute? No. Okay. I drive an orange Jeep. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Why? Oh, I was walking past Flower & Co. at Twin Bay this morning and I thought I saw someone, because I kind of stalked your profile last night. <laughs> of course. And I thought it was you getting a coffee this morning. Have no, you no, been no. to Flower & Co.? No, I haven't. You should go out there. Twin Bay. <laughs> All right, I'll check it out. Um, Is that a plug? For they give me a free coffee every yeah. time I see it. <laughs> That's a great. That is a good coffee. That's great. Mm. I had, I had my coffee there at seven a.m. and did some work. While I... You just want to tell us you were awake early, weren't you? Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, so yeah, it's mid morning by seven. Yeah. Oh, well, that's really cool. And just another question I got here: um, Do you even lift? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I went to the gym once or twice. <laughs> so, I always say personal finance and money is so, so close to the principles of personal fitness and health, okay? So, if someone was listening and they wanted to get in shape, what's some low-hanging fruit that can be quick wins and easy wins to get them on track? Just start. Just start. Don't set yourself up in the new year, I'm going to be this. On Monday, I'm going to do this. If you're going to do it, just do it. Wow. Go for a walk. Yeah. Get outside, be active. It doesn't need to be going to the gym and lifting weights. Do something active. Mm. It's the biggest life changer in terms of like the dopamine release and the endorphins. And mm. you'll once you do it, you'll feel good about yourself, and it'll make mm. you want to do it again. I feel okay. I hate running. Yeah, I'm not a great runner, but I run regularly because I know once I do it, I feel damn good about it. Yeah, I hate the process. It's mm. good bang for your buck, isn't it? A run. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel better afterwards. I get sweaty. I'm, I, I finish and I, I'm on a high. And yeah, it's one of yeah. the few things. I genuinely love training at the gym and that, those challenges, but running something that I'm not great at and so I don't like doing, but I still do it because I know I feel good about it. It's mm. the same with most things in fitness and health. You just have to make a start. Mm. I think to be able to set goals of, I want to lose this weight, I want to do this, just make a start. Because it's funny, like, just make a start. It's like, hey, if, you've, if your money's a mess... Well, just make a start. Yeah. Like, can you stop using the freaking credit card? Yeah. Like, 
maybe put it at home in a drawer. I don't want you to just freak yeah. out and close the account. I just want you to go the next seven days without having that in your wallet. Yeah. And you'll be okay. Yeah. And uh, very similar to like uh, when we tell people to have a savings buddy, like do it with somebody else. Yeah. Take mm. someone else on the journey. Oh, that's absolutely a help. Yeah. yeah. Having someone to share that with. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing worse than being in pain by yourself. Yeah. And do you, uh, what's your diet like? Are you like vegan, vego? I couldn't be vegan or vego. I'd lose too much weight. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I eat everything. I have an absolute sweet tooth. So my hardest thing is cutting those cravings. Yeah. Right. 80 20. I yeah. eat well 80% of the time and then 20% I, I don't watch it as tight. Mm. I've yeah. been doing this long enough now to be very aware of what I need in my diet. So you wouldn't need to track calories or anything like that? <laughs> Not unless I have like a photo shoot coming up and sure. I'm trying to be at 4% body fat as opposed to 7 Yeah, But that's the elite level of things for most people. Because I usually sit at about 5% <laughs> you uh, look body at, fat. Yeah. About that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, But like yourself, I... I know my body and um, yeah. I don't need to track much. Actually, what we should do is maybe a, a, a live video of um, Glenn doing some of the exercises. Yeah, I'll run you through one of my <laughs> Shirtless, you and me. Oh, yeah. I don't Let's know. do that. I, I, uh, can I keep my shirt on? As a Christmas present for all of our listeners. This is all fantastic. All right, we'll do something quickly in the back, in the back <laughs> car park. Um, now... Are there any other mental barriers that you've experienced in your life? I know that just do it is probably the biggest one. And if that's all you got, that's cool. Um, but were there any other... Like, so, you, do you ever feel like some days that, oh, I just can't be bothered with this? It's Absolutely. Too There's... <clears throat> being online, you have to be on. Yeah. Always. I've also built a brand now where I, I talk directly to camera every morning. Wow. using Instagram stories and I now do YouTube and there's some days where creating a video and talking to camera and being upbeat and chirpy, yeah. I'm generally on. Mm. I'm a pretty upbeat person, but some days you, you don't want to do that. Mm. But it's also about being honest with the audience. And I, again, yeah. I think that's where my audience has come along for the ride is that I'm going to tell them if I'm feeling a certain way, I'm going to do something. I'm not going to fake it the entire time. And I think that that integrity is pretty, pretty key. Mm. Um, as I said, People can see through the facade if you just one one level all the time. So yeah. it might be hard opening up and having that weakness there, but it means more to the audience in the end. Mm. Who do you so you do live videos daily? Yeah, every morning to Instagram stories. Instagram. Yeah. Is that on your main uh, is Nathan account? Yep. How many yeah. followers would you get of a like watches? How generally? many views? Yeah, views. Uh, uh, Thirty thousand. It's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so about 10%-ish. Yeah, which is, it, again, it depends on the way Instagram changed their algorithm from a day-to-day basis, but it depends on what I post. Um, and it's, it's really interesting as well because obviously being a business account, I can see the analytics of what people are watching yeah. and I can get a good gauge of what people re-watch because it might reach 30,000 people, <laughs> but it might actually get viewed 45,000 times because people have gone back and watched one story over and over again. Oh, yeah, okay. Interesting. And South America would be asleep. When you're doing it in the morning here? Yeah, it's throughout the day. So, right. it's over a 24-hour period. It yep. hits that amount of people. Do you have many followers in Africa? <laughs> totally. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> He's a hero a week. Um, yeah, right. Well, let's get into some questions. Go for it. Um, actually, me. I just want to ask... Um, Regardless of the fitness stuff, yep. um, how many active fashion brands are you representing at the moment? Actively? Yeah. 
I I guess for I've fi- been working for financial gain. For long term, I've got two like long term contracts, but it, it can change from month to month. Sure. I'd never work with a brand I wouldn't buy myself. Yeah. And I never do one off posts. Yeah. So if you see one being like, buy this high smile teeth whitener, that ain't me. I'm not <laughs> gonna be that guy. It's Do you reckon they work? I've actually used one before. They do if you've got reasonably clean white teeth mm. as is. You've got to have a good start. Yeah. So a foundation. I, when I I was just in America um, in September for like six and a half weeks and they've got this Crest 3D white toothbrush, yeah. toothpaste. Yeah. They don't sell it in Australia because there's too much peroxide for Australian oh, really? law. <laughs> so I got some like... And then when I was out there last week, I bought like six chews of it. <laughs> Stocking that white oh, yeah. toothpaste. Oh, yeah. Cling. Yeah. <laughs> Cling, but also pain. Yes. The enamel is gone from your teeth. When yeah. I need to put sunglasses on when we're podcasting, I'll know what's happened. <laughs> exactly. <first. laughs> oh, God bless America. Mm. Um, okay, so you've, you've got a livable wage mainly from the fashion stuff on your Instagram, and then you do a fitness course. So, we milestone is online personal training. Sure. So, we sell fitness programs online. Are they pre-recorded? Format. Yeah. We've got ones that are pre. So, we've got our biggest selling program is my own personal training program. We've got five levels of that. What from platform beginner. do you host that on? We have our own website. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So, we have our yeah. own website people can go to, milestonestrength.com. There's that plug. There you go. Um, Get there. Yes, yeah, on there. And we also do custom nutrition as well. So, my business partner, Lane, is an amazing personal trainer, sports scientist. Um, he's... You see on the coast as well? Yep. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, we train out of Impact Gym oh, at Arena. Cool. So, uh, we grew up together. Yeah. So, it's, it's cool running a business with your best friend. Do you know Eddie up at Impact? Yeah. Muscle guy? Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. And he's such a lovely human. He is. He's so good. He's, I think he's a listener of the show. Hey, Eddie. How are you? Hey, Ed. Do you know him? No. He's um, Eddie Williams. He did the... Um, he was like Mr. Strong Australia. Right. Um, yeah, he does like all the strongman stuff. Has some Guinness World Records. Yeah, he's, really. He's an impressive human yeah. and a lovely, lovely guy. He's yeah. the nicest guy and he's got the best voice on the planet. Yeah, he's yeah, got right. a beautiful singing voice. Yeah. Has he? Yeah. yeah. Um, Multi-talented. And I lot. think his Instagram's Eddie Coffee or Coffee Eddie or something like that. Anyway. Um, hmm. No, Joe Coffee at Joe Coffee. So, he's got the best voice ever. Um, they must have some big stuff at Impact then, do they? Big stuff is in equipment? Yeah. It's such a big facility because it's at the back of their church, the Impact yeah. Church, and they just they had a warehouse to use and yeah. they've been donated and got stuff along the way and they've wow. got some incredible athletes. So, it is a great place to train out of. Yeah, that's mm. cool. Shout out. So, Melissa says, how do you help your friends that you see struggling with debt and overspending who are earning decent money? The same friends that also claim they want to save for a house and be out of debt. Yeah. So, let's flick it the other way. If you've got a friend who might be... So, John, you've got a friend who might be a little bit overweight. Yep. If it's me, for example. Yeah. Um, and how would you approach somebody who you see that aren't... You know, like, how do you... How mm. do you when you see someone close in your life yeah. making some mistakes or you know they're not in the right direction, yeah, like how can we approach that person to be like, oh, hey, or... Mm. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what your uh, plan of attack would be, Nath, but I'll just quickly... Uh, about five years ago, I, I saw a, a friend of mine that was um, bordering on the end, edge of uh, being really unhealthy and going to have a, a short life. Um, massively overweight, always red-faced, just uh, it was was not good. I was on a golf course one day and he got some sunstroke and um, basically fainted. And uh, 
I went round to his house Monday morning and said, "Look, we're going to we're going to change your life because we need. Uh, otherwise, you won't have one." Mm. Um, and he had never run in his life, and so we just started going for walks. And I met him once a week, but I also gave him a plan to say, "Well, these other two mornings, make it realistic. Aim for the the light post." And he's basically a hundred meters, and that was him. Like, wow. And it was two hundred, and then it was three hundred. Um, so long story short, he, he lost 30 kilos and, and got himself, um, to a, uh, to a healthier level. I wouldn't say it was, um, out of, uh, out of jail, but, uh, I think calling someone to account and just saying, look, I'm here to help you, not just telling them what to do. You've actually keeping them accountable and holding their hand is, uh, is probably my first step. Mm. Yeah. I think that sharing the the burden can kind of help so just like i said before make a start make a start with them yeah let's go for a walk together let's do something together there it doesn't need to be the same level as each other but Mm. as long as you're kind of helping them make that first step Mm. the first step's always the hardest and it can be some people feel very uncomfortable going to the gym so whether it's just going for a walk down the beach or Mm. doing something active and making them see it for what it is Mm. whether it's Mm. having dinner together once a week and showing them what an alternative to a healthier dinner is yeah so you remember a couple of weeks ago we had breakfast mm. and you and Tim were saying, oh, that you ride in the morning and all mm. that. And I jokingly said, oh, I'll um, I'll join you one morning. <laughs> anyway, I was telling someone the other day, I'm like, oh, I said to John that I'd go for a ride with him in the morning. And they're like, he's a freaking Iron Man. <laughs> I don't think he's got the face that you want to go for a ride. Right, we, uh, we cater for everyone. I think that's um, the thing people assume when you're in, at a high level of fitness as well, being like, you don't want to train me because you will be held back. Mm. Sharing that is is like, you. it's kind of like a selfish way of getting it out. Like, I feel yeah. good when I'm helping someone out. It's, that's right. You get something out of that. Yeah. So, so, I guess in terms of the money thing, Melissa... Um, and this is on the record, like, if you go back and listen to the episode with Dirty Mike, okay, Mike was this person that you're talking about. They they were riddled with debt, overspending, you know, wanted mm. to buy the house, you know, had a good income. Yeah. I can tell you probably for eight years, I watched Michael Moscow go through that. Yeah. And, you know, though when you're not ready, you're not ready. I mean, there's all the... Mm. I sat down with him, helped him, but he just didn't want to or just wasn't there. Yeah. And all we can do is be like, hey, I'm here if you want. Yeah, when you're ready. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's just... It's too... So, Melissa, I don't know if you actually can do anything other than say to your friend, oh, hey, you should check out this podcast or, hey, you should check out this book that I was just reading. It's really helped us. Yeah. Like, put it back on you. Like, oh, I did this and it really helped me. Yeah, I think if you've got any questions ever, uh, let me know and let's have a chat. The last thing you'd you'd want to do is is ram it down their throat because you're just just going to push them away, aren't you? But sometimes they have to hit rock bottom in what it is before they actually uh, wake up and say, "Yeah, I I want to change." Totally. Now, in the uh, My Millennial Money Facebook group, Sheila asks, "Is it your primary occupation?" which, yes, it is. Do you discuss your income with other influencers or is it this secretive thing? Like, do you guys compare deals or...? Uh, I'm pretty upfront with people. Sure. I don't like talking to a direct dollar value, but particularly if it's someone like-minded and, and I get on with them, I'm happy to sort of talk and help Share discuss concepts. how you go. Yeah. Because yeah. I know for a fact there's, like, as I said, there's people there with much, much bigger followings than me that earn a lot less than me per, per campaign and 
it might not be necessarily been like, here's how I got this money. Like, here's how you could change your content to deserve more money. Sure. Mm. And vice versa. Yeah. I can always use help with that. So. And I mean, if you want some lessons, just jump on at is Nathan, click follow and watch and learn. Yeah. Learn what not to do. Yeah. Basically. (laughs) (laughs) Perry asks, how much money do they actually make? Uh, from it and how do they handle their income for tax purposes i.e do they report their income or is it a hobby and do you have a company or trust or whatnot so we know that they make a livable income and enough to Mm. build a a life with yeah um in terms of tax purposes whether you're working at woolworths or you know have an online business you're generating an income yeah so it just flows through to your tax return now are you sole trader I am. The tax one for me was something that I was very overwhelmed with for sure. a long time, um, finding someone I could trust because I am in a kind of a tricky industry because what I can claim, what I can't claim, whether I pay GST and things because I get paid from international brands, there are some fine lines there that I had to sort of learn how to overcome. Um, and so finding someone that I could trust to look after that for me. So I just put money aside and hoped for the best for like two years until yeah. I found someone that could do my tax for me. And now I'm in the clear and I know what I'm doing going forwards. Is there chats of entities like company or a trust to run your business out of? There has been. I haven't had a point where I've needed that yet. Sure. Yeah. Um, how did you become an influencer? What did you do? If Jackson asked that, we've kind of answered that. It's just right place, right time. Oh, Aaron Henry. Don't know who wow. that is. Because um, I said we're interviewing a social media influencer. She said, I didn't realize, I didn't realize it was me getting interviewed. Lol. So, yeah, funny one. Erin did try and come down today, but she got held up with the kidlets. Yeah, miss you, Erin. Um, Rachel McGann is asking, how or if you're future-proofing uh, your income? So that's, I guess, comes back to, as I said, making sure it's not just coming from one way. I've got some passive revenue from several options. If yep. I was relying solely on Instagram, I think I'd be in trouble. Totally, um, yeah. But because I have built a brand that's bigger than just myself and just fashion or just fitness, I think, yeah, and we're continuously growing that as well Mm. azaria asks how do they manage getting life insurance and how do they track all their sources of taxable income so there's the tracking the sources that's just an accounting thing that can be solved pretty easily with a bookkeeping software or whatnot zero or mile are you zero yeah um how do they manage getting life insurance well i can answer this so insurances uh life insurance and trauma insurance and if you don't know what that is listen to the last um episode that we did a couple of weeks ago on um life insurance life and income insurance are not occupation based so as long as you're healthy mm-hmm. you can actually get life insurance that covers death or trauma insurance with which covers cancer heart attack and stroke now the income insurance and total and permanent disability insurance that's occupational linked so you'll be treated uh, in a social media sense in the same way that a freelance journalist would be treated. Yeah. And it's very hard. You'd really have to build a case with an underwriter and an insurance company and show them that, hey, we've got a good track record of income over the last five years. It's not just one source. It's, yeah, absolutely. It's tricky. Um with income insurance, you might not get a benefit period to age 60. You might be capped to a five-year benefit period. But if someone's got a good couple of years of financials, I'll certainly have a crack to get them insured. Because mm-hmm. the biggest problem is with insurance companies, the reason they're sometimes hesitant to insure for income and disability insurances, because technically, you might be able to make a lot of your income 
from your home without ever leading, leaving the house. Yeah, right? absolutely. You could get closed ship there. You could set yeah. up a green screen or whatever. Now, you could claim to say you're disabled, and if it was a long-term claim, they could never send somebody to actually see if you're walking out of the house or not. Right. Like, it's just yeah. a hidden thing. So, yeah, right. Um, mm. Yeah, it's a very complex question, that. But um, Jordan asks, if it's their primary income, what would they be doing if they weren't a social media influencer? I'd still be doing visual merchandising. Yeah. I loved my job. Yeah. yeah. It was fun. I enjoy the creative side of it. Yeah. And um, it's always changing, isn't it? It was always changing. I also, though, having said that now, the personal training side of things, I also enjoy personal training. So, I could do that one-on-one. Yeah. I don't, but that's definitely an option if I wanted to. Could you ever do that via Skype? So, that's something that I want to... That's a goal for me. Mm. I want to build towards creating a training facility, my own gym that's built for content creation. Mm. I have cameras set up everywhere so I could live stream workouts and people could subscribe to that. Mm. Um, it just needs some funding behind it. Maybe I'll talk to John about that one, how I can build that <laughs> in the future. But I think that's, Maybe, that's where I want to take Milestone. Yeah, I might buy into it. Yeah. Um, um, well, one thing... With the uh, one-on-one stuff, have, have you, because of obviously your following, have you had many requests for, um, I'll pay you to, to yeah. do one-on-one training? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and people will pay a lot of money because yeah. you, I'm at the, is it arrogant to say I'm at the elite level of fitness? Yeah. Whatever, I'm arrogant. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. at the elite level of fitness and people do aspire to train the way I do and so people will pay to yeah. do that. Mm. My thing is more, uh, I can't say one to, yes to one and not. 700 others yeah so i haven't done that mm. well you can you just create a criteria i suppose and but it's just yeah. you just wouldn't do it without being scalable that's yeah that's my thing yeah like, yeah but if yeah unless you did it where it's like hey i do this i can only have a hundred people in the program we do it for three weeks or whatever and then group fitness would be probably an easier way of doing mm. that running group fitness online mm. well or i could do it travel the world do group fitness yeah. yeah i'm running a seminar we have done them with milestone before done seminars and yeah. like if we do uh like fitness expos and stuff i've run like a class a group fitness yeah. workshop there mm. with blaine and i've done that together like zumba like zumba yeah yeah, yeah. they still do yeah i was talking to someone this week they went to a zumba class and i'm like <laughs> That's still going. It took the world by storm there for oh, a while. It did. And then did. we took it away. Bryce just asked growth strategies for under 10,000 followers. Create a genuine business that people believe in. So, make sure you're there for your audience. Yeah. I think see too many people building this brand that's just add, add, add in your face, sell this, buy this yeah. without having any personality behind it. Totally. Without engaging with their audience. Mm. That's the one bit of advice I'd really give is to, to build a... a a brand that people believe in, you have to better give back to the people. Totally. And I mean, it's kind of the same, like we're getting to the stage like where, you know, this podcast, it's going to start to get annoying if we're doing it in four years and not making any money out of it. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, and that's why like people like the Glee Coffee, um, one, I would never ever promote anyone or anything that I don't personally believe in or use. Yeah. I mean, it's why bother? Um, yeah. Like the, you wouldn't believe, like you'd get it a million times over, but for everyone listening, you wouldn't believe the stuff that comes out of woodwork that comes to us that people want to pitch to us. Yeah. And it's like, no, I don't do share trading apps. Yeah. Like, or like where you can time the graphs and buy and sell in them. Like, we just don't do any of that rubbish. Yeah. Um, Benson Hedges, we don't want to. Uh, we don't money. do that. And, that, and that's why, like, um, with the Glee brothers, they said, yeah, we'll give your listeners a discount. So it's a bit of a win-win. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of 
yeah, it's just got to be genuine and authentic. 100%. I see another question there from Patrick. He's, he said, what sort of process do you use to find new clients and business? Reading between the lines, for you, it's about just creating value and um, and honoring the people that are following you. Would would that be fair to say? It's yeah, just I've never once had a brand, I've worked with them and not worked with them again. Yeah. So I've never had someone not be happy with what I've provided for them. I genuinely try and go above and beyond as well. If mm. someone pays me for one post they're going to get two sure whatever it is um i just think there's a lot more longevity in that and yeah as i said i'm never going to work with a brand i don't genuinely like yeah so there's no harm for me in promoting it more than once how um transparent so if you uploaded a photo of you wearing a shirt tomorrow sure you'd be tagging the company yep um is that just now assumed in the online world that it's paid thing because it's still the wild west yeah some people do i often will put above uh in the location, location there's you can actually say paid partnership buy yeah yep. some brands will request that sure some if it's an ongoing thing like for example gymshark i'm an ambassador for gymshark i've been with them for a while so you could just i'm very in, yeah. clear about the fact that I, yeah. I'm, I'm you see them every second day in my posts it's yep. it's yep. clear we're working together um others they'll like part of the caption will be like in partnership with or yeah hashtag sp which is yep. sponsored post yeah Depends on generally the brand specific because some brands will be actively said we do not want you mentioning this. Yeah, I last week was gifted something from a very large brand. They're like, we do not want you mentioning the fact that this was a gift. Right. If you want to promote it, that's great. Yeah, wow. we just want you to have it, uh, but we don't want you mentioning that we gave it here. Wow. Yeah, so that's them just wanting to get a genuine reach because they're saying, well, if you like it, promote it. If you don't, that's fine. People can see you wearing it yeah. or not wearing it, whatever you want to do. We're just not telling you what it was. <laughs> I'm going through, yeah, yeah. It, it's a glossy thing you've got on your wrist. Yeah, no, yeah. No. Um, but it's, it's one of those things that that for them, they're like, there's more value for us to get you to wear it. And if you want to promote it, promote it. If yeah. not, that's fine. Totally. Because we that's how we work our business around. We don't pay people to do things. Mm. So... Yeah, uh, some some of my clients who've got twenty plus thousand on Instagram as followers um, have relationships with coffee shops where I'll give you a free coffee just just post that you're in my uh, yeah in my, in my cafe. Is it like when I shout out to Flower and Co, I get a free long <laughs> it's black? A, it's your equivalent <laughs> on a, on maybe a larger scale, but they're saying that twenty thousand is the minimum before they would enter into something like that as yeah. a business for me that's not worth it for me yeah the and that's the thing like i had a great conversation with a friend of mine from la a couple of years ago while i was there um he was redoing his apartment and he was partnering up with a few brands in order to furnish his apartment and he was saying this one brand wanted him to post twice for his lounge and he said the lounge is a 700 dollars lounge he's like that's not worth it mm. I, I could get more money from another brand for posting twice than just getting a free lounge. I'd rather just buy the lounge. Yeah. And that, because I was early in the game at this stage, yeah. that was a really interesting thought wow. process for me was going, okay, how much do I value my post? How much am I going to reach there? Yeah. Is it worth me to do that? Yeah. Mm. So now I'd, I I wouldn't work with anyone unless well, I genuinely love the product. We, yeah, sure. We're like pretty transparent here. And I'm sure if um, you're listening to this, John hasn't told me to edit it out. Um, <laughs> but I mean, we were approached by a company and they're like, oh, we'll pay you $80 an episode. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want your money. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to pollute people's ears with your crap mm. for $80. No. I mean, it's just... Yeah, you're paying for our lunch. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it's like, yeah, we do want to make some money and, you know, we are taking our time to do this and doing research and whatnot. And That's the best way to go about it. 
um, not rushing into something for a dollar value because we actually don't growth. need the money it's more the principle of it that we actually got a good thing happening yeah and i suppose rounding out what Do we've I need spoken to edit that about stuff in the out? last half an hour probably um that uh, <laughs> i think what underpins what you've done over the last six years is is just living your passion and doing something that you love doing and the rest takes care of itself yes maybe need to sharpen up some of the back end but organically it's uh, it's doing what you love and yeah. and people can see that and that's why you've got the followers you've got yeah absolutely I've, i'm very lucky to live a, an amazing life but i can also then inspire a whole bunch of people just by being myself yeah by sharing that before we end i forgot to ask i did ask i don't think we got there so you can't really renting yes yeah and yeah and you don't own any property at the moment? No. Nope. So you're just basically now with John to get a bit of a strategy to go forward to start to build wealth for the future? Correct. Um, are you, look, is it, I guess with an international business like yourself, it's probably not high on the priority list to buy a home to live in on the Central Coast, is it? I'm in no rush with that. Yeah. In that I don't know where I'll be in a yeah. year. That's, I guess, one of the problems, of, as I said to John earlier this morning, was that, I really do have to live month to month in terms of I might have a brand come to me tomorrow and be like, hey, we actually need you in South Africa next week for a photo shoot. Sure. And yeah, that's just, a wonderful problem to have, but yeah. it is uh, something that I have to consider when I'm looking at buying a property or that. Mm. I mm. live in an amazing house on the beach, mm. very cheap rent. It's it's I don't have to think about it. And you it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And I get to come home to that and it's the best. Yeah. And so while that's not forking out of my pocket, and it's a great lifestyle that works really well for me while I travel. Mm, totally. Oh, mm. that's cool. Well, um, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks, um, thanks nice. It was really good. And I hope everyone, you've learned some concepts about the fitness side, the online stuff. And um, anyway, we're out of time. There's the music. Cute out. Any yeah. questions, feel free to ask me on Instagram. Yeah. So, um, do you, so, for example, with all those followers, how many like blue little request things do you get a day? <laughs> D- DMs? Yeah. Hundreds. Yeah. I read everyone. Yeah. So, there you go. So, if you've got any questions... Um, get in line. Get in line. <laughs> Join right. Thanks so much, mate. Thanks, we'll, guys. Uh, see you Thanks, soon. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. Remember, we hang out on Insta at My Millennial Money. If you're a regular listener, you're welcome to join our Facebook group. If you want more money hacks, be sure to subscribe to My Millennial Money Express. It's short money hacks anywhere, anytime, right into your ears. Any advice in this podcast is of a general nature only and has not been tailored to your personal circumstances. Please seek personal advice prior to acting on this information. Before making a decision to acquire a financial product, you should obtain and read the product disclosure statement relating to that product. Opinions constitute our judgment at the time of issue and are subject to change. Neither the licensee, any of the National Australia Group of Companies, nor their employees or directors give any warranty of accuracy, nor accept any responsibility for errors or omissions in this podcast. Glenn James, Urban Getter Approach Limited, trading to sort your money out, are authorised representatives of Apogee Financial Planning Limited, AFSL 230689. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.